0: Look, I'm not gonna lie, response in me to publicly announcing my joy was a tsunami of shame. <laughs> it's been a rather shameful week. Why? Why did we announce our joy only to be met with our own shame? Cause we have some work to do on it, clearly.
1: <laughs> no, no. I don't think that you ever reach you know the perfect existence where you Oh, I don't know. Do you? Does Gandhi? Think, did Gandhi I, I, have no shame about his joy? I guess not. About Paramahansa Yogananda. Have, like, does anyone know who he is? Annabelle hates when I quote uh, all these gurus. Paramahansa Yogananda created.
0: My eyes are rolling. In my head.
1: Hindu Self Realization Fellowship oh, okay. in America.
0: Oh uh, yes, yeah, one of from these India. cults. It is not uh, a okay. Cult. All right. you well, I everyone? Mean, it's it's called Hinduism. Have you heard of yes. it? Get this self realization. Uh, Trust me, I've seen every documentary there is to see on a cult. I've been in cults, okay? This is not one of them. So you're susceptible. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. You are susceptible. Everyone is. I'm not. Oh, bullshit! You lived in that cult in a treehouse. Literally, because I felt like I was living in one of my shows. I was in heaven. Yeah, we always feel like it's heaven when it's happening. No, like, I wasn't in the cult. I was, like, watching it, but it was my life. Why are we fighting? (laughs) No, you are susceptible. No, you, you are. are. You are. Anyway, this week we were both susceptible to shame. To shame. Oh, so much shame we've had. Look what I just did with my teeth. <laughs> Does that hurt? I'm I sorry. grabbed the spout. She just grabbed the spout of the
1: teapot, of the tea, which oh. must have been scalding hot, and you didn't even flinch. No, it's because I've gone cold inside and mm-hmm. gotten numb, numb from the pain of the shame.
0: <sighs> so after we did that episode, and after I had posted on my Instagram that I was was welcoming joy into my life, inevitably I had the most unbelievable
1: rushes of shame. Okay, well let's talk about it, because I am sure that's common. I mean, it has
0: to be. Yeah. Well, I, I know. I spoke to my therapist about it this morning. He was like, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: It'll get you.
0: It does. It's the shadow to the light. You know, there is no light with, without shadow or vice versa. You know, and yeah. that's and that's there for us to examine. I think what this last week has really revealed to me, and now I'm in week two of Embracing Joy, week one of publicly saying... I am moving into a new phase of joy in my life. And I'm, I'm talking like I'm fucking April feels so like no one cares, um, but <laughs> To all me, two people who it, are listening, you've announced your joy. But it's, to me, it's, I'm a sharer, I always have been. I've always been a sharer. Since the beginning of like Tumblr, Myspace, all of it, I've been tapping away photos, videos, let me share it all with you. I love screaming into the void. I've got a lot, widow shame is a real thing. And I need to Google it. You haven't Googled that yet? Haven't Googled it. I'm frightened and ashamed to Google it. (laughs) I'm experiencing a lot of shame. Can we look that up and take a brief commercial break? Sure. Okay, we'll be right back. So I've looked up here some widow shame situations. I'm on widow411.com. Okay. Not a website that I had ever anticipated. Visiting. And basically, it's saying that the whole thing is a big guilt trip, and you just, it's really normal to feel that you're in a constant battle between happy and sad, that you can't take a vacation or enjoy a meal or do anything without feeling guilty about it. Here it says the feelings associated with this include but are not limited to embarrassment, disgust, and remorse. Identify and label your feelings forgive yourself for not controlling the universe, accept that you're allowed to be happy, practice gratitude for what you have now, get out of your own head. Okay. It's very dicey for me on the three-month anniversary of the death of those two boys to announce that I am committing to joy and I'm doing it for me, but I'm doing it for them. I want to live with joy in my heart and celebrate them in everything I do. Some people are gonna be open to receiving that and some people are not gonna Mm. be open to receiving that. And I just have to know that that's, as we said a hundred times, none of my business. I feel very watched right now, as I've mentioned to you before about the Victoria's Secret thing. I walk around town, people see me here. I'm physically watched in my life. I am. There is a very like childlike element to my life right now, where I constantly have to be with people. I'm not really able to be alone. I need a degree of caretaking, and I, I'm done rejecting that. I'm embracing it now. I'm accepting it as part of my norm at this time, and I know that I'll move through it and you know forward from it in time when the time is right. Yeah. I need to be looked after like I'm a kid. Cue the shame. I've lost a lot of weight. Cue the shame. I'm gonna gain weight back. Cue the shame. I wanna be happy now. Cue the shame. Mm -hmm. I feel watched. I I when I post on Instagram I said I'm a sharer. I love sharing. But now all of a sudden I have such trepidation about sharing because I feel so vulnerable in a way that doesn't feel good for me it's almost like I don't want the feedback in a way I just feel I'm opening myself up to so much when I put myself out there right now you know so many people respond to this and respond to me differently and as I've said before there's just a lot of heartbreak in my direction people telling me I can't believe something so terrible has happened to you okay well that's not helpful
1: (laughs) Thank
0: you. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, um, same. You know, it's a lot of weird shit, a lot of lovely stuff as well, but I feel very watched, I feel very vulnerable, I feel very under the microscope, which is something you just absolutely have to let go of. I am in, a, in this position in life now where I have this role in society and I can choose to do it the old fashioned way like we discussed last week, or I can choose to carve out my own way of doing this. I'm very young to be in this position, and I'm already a handful as a person, and that's not all of a sudden going to change. Say that again. <laughs> it's not all of a sudden going to change, and I'm going to got climb my hands full. People, some you know, pure, oh, virginal. Um, you know, I'm not being racy, I'm not a sexual person, I'm not Yeah, thinking outside
1: the box, pushing boundaries. You know,
0: anything I do is going to be too soon for somebody. And I just have to work with that, get used to the idea of it, and keep on moving. My joy is going to be too soon for somebody. Me posting pictures of my life online, enjoying my life, is going to be too soon for somebody. My laughter is going to be too soon for somebody, um... Me wearing a low-cut top is gonna be too soon for somebody. One day in the future, if I start to date again, it's gonna be too soon for somebody. And that is gonna be the story of my life.
1: I think this is a really good lesson for people because anything anybody does is going to be too fill-in-the-blank for somebody.
0: Yes, it's absolutely not unique to my situation. I'm not taking away from you. I'm, I'm, no, I'm build, I know you're not. You know. I know you're not. I just want it this to be as universal as possible. I'm just speaking from my perspective. Mine has Widow in front of it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else just has their own shit in front of it. You know, it's a unique situation I'm in. Very There's true. no two ways around it. No. Um, so that's where my shame is coming from right now. And what it has done by opening myself up to joy and committing to it in that way so publicly, I've had to address my shame. And be really honest about my shame. Because it would be so fake to be like, good vibes only, joy, 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 life is joy. Like, no, it's no. not. Like, sometimes it's garbage and I lay in bed all day and I have like snot on my face and I don't want to talk to anyone. And, me too, girl. And my sister has to like feed me. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's not all sunshine and roses. I'm not trying to act like it's this, you know. All I'm saying is, the windows are open, the doors are open, joy is invited. And it just brought up so many things to me that I wasn't expecting. I was so naively thinking like, "Woo!" <laughs> I've entered into like, yeah, party with I made it. joy. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> like, and then I turn around and there's demons in the corner, like waiting to just grab that joy back. And there are some demons I wasn't anticipating. And I've had to really address a lot of old shame as well. My body shame is ancient. I've had eating disorders since I was around seven. This whole situation has been I hate this word. And I fucking hate myself saying it has been very triggering for me as far as my eating disorder stuff goes. Um, I hate that word too. It's such. a... I don't know why what do we word is, use it so much on uh, the it's podcast. Been then. It's like, it's kind of like <laughs> we've gotten carried we've away with like using a that word. Stupid self help podcast. I know. It is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's become very. I'm trying to use other words like confronting or inflammatory, like. This time and all of this stuff and everything about it has been hard for me with the eating disorder stuff as far as just the basic stuff of like all of a sudden I have weird food things, which I've never had before. Like textures are hard for me, certain smells, certain foods. My taste in food has very much changed. And then there are some things that I cannot get enough of, which are like very much linked to the boys, like pasta was a big part of every day for us, we loved pasta and we ate it all the time. It's like I can't stuff enough pasta into my mouth. Fried chicken was a big, we loved that and the smell of it turns my stomach. You know, there are things that have become very strange like this for me that I wasn't anticipating. I have lost a significant amount of weight. My piece is very disturbed by that. It's the fear of being viewed as I've just said, of being watched and seen and people notice that I've lost weight and I know they have. And then I know that they're going to notice when I put it back on. And that for me is like a train coming towards me and I am tied to the tracks and I cannot escape it. And it's so hard for me to grapple with that. And it's so low on my list of priorities right now, how, my, how I look, my body, you know, all of this. But because unfortunately I've had this history, it's peaked right now. That mm-hmm. is... Stimulated. And so there's the body shame, and then there's like, I'm wearing makeup. Does that make people think that I want to look pretty? And why do they think I want to look pretty? And is that inappropriate? And then if I don't make an effort, I'm like shameful because I look like shit. It's just. It's, uh, it's got to stop. I can't do this to myself. It's mad. It's completely insane. I can't have a shame response to everything I do I haven't done anything wrong so why do I feel like a murderer or something (laughs) it's just crazy you you've kind of said it I'm trying
1: as I sit here I'm trying to formulate my thoughts about what we're saying and where it might come from and I what I'm getting is that to announce joy like that and to take ownership of joy is a very vulnerable thing. Mm. And it leaves you open to attack. Judgment. And judgment and um. everything. Also, joy is giving yourself permission to mm. let go. Yeah. But we are conditioned to hang on. Yeah. So it's going against everything we've been conditioned to believe about what you're supposed to be as an adult, what you're supposed to be as a woman, what society will accept, what's PC. And we try to be good girls. We try to be good girls, we try to be good women, we try to be good. Mm-hmm. We, we, we spend so much energy on trying to be good. I'm so She's gonna love this one, it. you guys. So Brene Brown oh, wrote an entire book God. on shame, is called Daring Greatly. And she talks about being in the arena. When you are living from a place of joy and you are willing to take responsibility for yourself, you are in the arena. And all the people on the sidelines are the ones that are saying it's too soon or it's too this or you're too that or you're too this. I had a lot of shame come up this week, too, since our joy episode. And it was a lot of old shame as well. A lot of stuff from childhood things that we underestimate a lot of shame came up for me this week that i had underestimated until now mm-hmm. you know something like in third grade my my best friend kate broke up with me basically for another girl named yeah. dana
0: so this bitch
1: dana comes along this bitch dana who i'm still friends with oh, love sorry, you, dana. dana no we love you love dana you. so kate Kate and I were best, best, best friends, and she used to share her pasta
0: with me every day at lunch. Which was also very important for you because your mother had sent you to school with a (laughs)
1: carob-covered tofu.
0: And what else was in lunch? Like some seaweed or something? (laughs) Like some
1: raw, unsalted almonds.
0: So let's just say that the pasta was important for many reasons. So Kate had this
1: buttery, cheesy tortellini (laughs) in this little plastic Tupperware
0: and yours came in like a and woven head basket <laughs> yes. that you'd been made to weave yourself. Yep. Yeah. So I was
1: all about Kate's pasta.
0: Which there was shame
1: in that too. Because yeah, of I always course. felt that I was taking from Kate and I was aware of this. Oh,
0: that wasn't what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a nicer person than me. Okay, I thought it was because you were lying to mummy. I used to go to a swimming club on Sundays. I, w- I was a vegetarian. I have no shame about lying. I w- <laughs> You're an actress. We never live. have, never will. We know. <laughs> I used to go to swimming club on Sundays purely for McDonald's. I was a vegetarian my whole childhood. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get at McDonald's? <sighs> I got chicken nuggies <laughs> every weekend, but I didn't really give a shit about swimming. I just wanted that you McDonald's wanted the afterwards, chicken oh, and also Coca Cola wasn't allowed it. And I would get Coke, fries, nugs. So anyway, that's why I thought you felt bad because you were lying. No, nope. no shame about yeah. lying. No. Nope. Kate and I would share our,
1: her pasta, and then one day she said to me, "I'm not going to share my pasta with you anymore. I'm going to share my pasta with Dana from now on." Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Right. Oh my god, I'm I was devastated. Like, absolutely wrecked. You and me are both very food motivated as well, so it's not. The pasta symbolized our best friendship. Yeah.
1: And she left me to take it for Dana. To Dana.
0: Are you still friends with Kate? Nope. But you're friends with Dana? Yep. That's my girl.
1: <laughs> Dana! <laughs>
0: Yeah. Kate Kate
1: and I reconnected later And then she did the same thing to me again
0: Was What was it with this time? It was with her boyfriend Was it with a man? I knew it you was with a man. I knew she were going <laughs> to say it was with a man I
1: introduced her to thank This you. Yeah. bitch Look, her loss You know what? All the best I had so much shame when that happened Things came up like that for me That I had never acknowledged As shame Oh, you know, but now all it's the it, way back to then, all the way back to then, yeah, and it really—I think it was just triggered by our <laughs> our joy talk because you are opening yourself yeah. up, you're making yourself vulnerable to attack, yeah. and I think what it does, all the shame in your life just lights up like a runway.
0: Here's all the reasons why you shouldn't be joyful. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Because we are so, it's beat into <sighs> us to be good. When you say, no, I'm going to own everything that yeah. I am. And maybe that means I'm going to be bad today. I'm going to be messy. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to be gloriously you're gonna be fucked up. <gasps> oh, but I'm name perfect. Of, that's the name of this podcast. And then that little dragon comes yeah. in and goes, no, you're not. Because remember that time? Yeah. Remember that time when, you know, Kate took her pasta away from you? You were a loser and you're still a loser. And everyone thinks you're a loser. And everybody knows it. Ugh. You know, all that comes up. This is very Something came up for me that was so painful. What was it? I think I should share it just to get it out of my system. Yeah, get it out. Get
0: it out. Get it out.
1: Get it out. Give I've it got to got the some, people. I've got
0: something to get out to. Do you guys want it? I mean, I think I they want it.
1: So, the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me in my life.
0: Oh, I'm so scared. i'm so scared i can't i don't like embarrassing things everyone knows this about me it only happened i'm plugging it only (laughs) recently in the last i've known you in the last five years okay i want it to be before i knew you this happened in the last five years okay i'm actually a bit dizzy right now i'm so scared are you okay embarrassing things literally make me feel dizzy me too that's why do you think i don't acknowledge them in myself okay just tell it okay just can you just say it now say it okay
1: give me listen hold space for me okay (sighs) <sighs> okay, she's hyperventilating into her teacup.
0: Okay, I can, I love you and it's not embarrassing and I can handle this and I'll hold you and this situation. Will you hold me now? Yes, I'm holding your hand. It's very dry, I'm sorry about my hand. I've been spending a lot of time outside. <laughs> okay, I love you and I'm here and you can share your embarrassment with me and it's, I got you. Thank you. It's really bad.
1: <sighs> so cut forward through a life of shame to the most the shameful climax of it all, okay? I am speaking with a director about working together yeah. on a project. Okay. And I'm very excited and she says, "Let's get together to talk about it." So we decide to go to Château Marmont for lunch. Yes, so holy white. I love we're this gonna, story we're gonna so talk. Château Marmont is my my Favorite place. So, okay, great. We decide to go to Chateau Mono You're at for lunch. For breakfast. Well, we haven't gotten there yet. So I show up early because I'm a professional. And I'm waiting in the lobby. And I'm all spruced up. That felt up.
0: like an attack. <laughs> Carry on. You're all spruced up. You're ready to go. You're gussied up. I'm all gussied up. Ready to
1: do business. I'm waiting in the lobby and she's a little late. She's texting me. I'm going to be a few minutes late. So sorry. She's walking up and she's walking really fast and she looks a little stressed. And she sees me and she gives me a polite smile and she walks past me. And I go, "Hi." And I give her a hug and she gives me like a
0: uncomfortable an uncomfortable away. hug yeah. like
1: I don't have time for this right now. Yeah. And she keeps going and she goes, "I I I I'm I'm meeting somebody and I'm late. I have to. I, I'm sorry, I can't talk right now." And she keeps walking and she goes up. I stood there. I'm shaking now You're as I talk shake. about I know. it. I know. My it's heart's okay. pounding.
0: It's okay. It's okay. You're
1: okay. I was so confused. I, I, would, I, I, just, had, I had no idea what was happening. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know what's know. happening either. What, what? is
0: happening? <laughs> Are you okay? Hannah Paul's having a meltdown. And- no, I'm not. I'm just holding mm, you. My face, so is, my- hot. My no, face is hot. My face is hot. you we're okay. We're okay. My face is hot. Just <laughs> Your face with- is red. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't like. Them. Oh, I know. I know. What not.
1: happened? Can you just tell us? So I'm frozen. I'm frozen. I'm standing in the lobby of the chateau, and I have. I. I don't you feel know. like you've had a stroke. I felt like I. Yeah. I, I. I. left the planet. I didn't know what was happening. Literally, this person that I'm supposed to be meeting, that we've been texting for two weeks.
0: Yeah, there's a glitch in the matrix. Beatrix. Before this,
1: yeah, something is not right.
0: Okay, what is it?
1: She thought. Not only did she think she was meeting another Lucy. That whole time, she thought she was texting with another Lucy. No. Stupid cow. She didn't want to do the project with me. She didn't plan on meeting me. Did she say this to you? No. But I'm starting to formulate all of this as I'm standing there. Oh, my God. My ears are burning. You're okay.
0: It's okay. It's over. It's over.
1: So I was a puddle on the floor. I was so mortified. What did you do? I left.
0: You what?
1: I left. I left i started walking this isn't you i started walking to my car i lost my mind then i get a text from her and she goes oh my god i am at the table i realize what has happened here please come upstairs and we'll have a meal
0: okay did you go yeah okay great thank god
1: so i go upstairs And it was so embarrassing (laughs) because I'm trying to play it. I don't know what I tried to play it off as, but you can't
0: play that off. No. Did you try and sell your project to her?
1: No, it was her project.
0: Uh, (laughs) So she didn't. So now
1: I'm even more embarrassed because now what she's doing is she's just taking pity on me and just like
0: having lunch with me. That was nice of her. And and really brave of you to go up there. That that is really brave. That's really brave. Oh my god, that's really really brave. I, I just I I there was no way to
1: like play it off. No, or... you just had
0: to face that one head I just
1: had to go. That's wow. A bad one. Well, yeah.
0: how you doing? And was it a nice breakfast or lunch? <laughs> it was it was so
1: embarrassing that I didn't really enjoy myself. No. Yeah. It, I just was trying to get through it and yeah. just get out of there.
0: I don't know. Does it sound that embarrassing yeah, now? But I think I think it's really I think because you take this job so seriously, something like that for you is gonna be an absolute ass-kicking. At the time I took it really seriously. And you're you're so much better anymore. now. You're so much better now. And I that's why I said. This isn't you. You'd never do that now. What a great lesson. It's so embarrassing. It is so embarrassing, but it is such an incredible lesson. Professional yes. embarrassments are woo bad. Yeah, it's 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 hilarious actually. It is
1: very and funny. And it's funny in a job like being an actor where it's constant rejection. Without those kinds of situations. Yeah.
0: It, so it was just it was just really embarrassing. Well, now we have to go and get a room at the chateau. Yeah, absolutely. And have breakfast there. Yeah, I will do role play. I'm going to be a fantastic director. Oh my God! And I'm going to give you the leading role in my movie. Yes, it's a snuff film. Um, you know, I'll have to check my schedule because I have a lot. I'll have my people I have, to talk to
1: your people. Yeah, please call my agent and you know. Yeah, let's do it. I think we've got to do that. I had to laugh about it when it was over. but Of course, yeah. That came up this week because that voice just goes for the jugular. It just brings Ooh, up yeah. all the worst things it can think of. And that's what I really learned this week was how many things in our life feel shameful for yeah. us, but that we downplay and we don't recognize them yeah. as shame, or we belittle them, or we say, oh, that was just not a big
0: deal. Well, and in doing that, I think what we do is make it such a bigger deal. What happened to you is very embarrassing. It's also very funny. It's very funny. It wasn't and my problem. No, it absolutely wasn't your problem. And here's the thing. By pushing it down, it like we said last week, it's a stone in your shoe, and it just rubs away at the bottom of your foot until you've got a laceration there and if you had at the time been able to be like this is so embarrassing and so shameful and i'm just gonna have a cry about it and feel like shit for a few days whatever you need to do you get it all out and then you can have a good laugh about it and you're not sitting here five years later Doing it five years later, after having carried it around with you, exactly.
1: It's five years too long to carry it around. Yeah. And you said recently that when your dad died, you turned away from it so much that you created a monster under Absolutely. the bed. Absolutely. And like we said, the antidote for anything is leaning into mm. it and just confronting it. Just
0: get it out. We don't S- have
1: space for it.
0: Otherwise, what you want to carry it around? Yeah, in your you're going to carry all for these the next stones in it's your. Just- it's exhausting. Shoes. And then everyone that you come into contact with and everyone in your life has now also got to carry this fucking thing around with them because you've got it it's just it's, it's like not having helpful. so many so many stones in your shoes
1: that it becomes so painful to walk that other people have to carry you.
0: Oh my god. Look exactly.
1: At that. Look at that. So what's your embarrassing climax oh of your God. young life
0: we'd be here all day there are so many shameful <laughs> moments in my life that i just shudder do you to think, think about. embarrassment is different from shame that sends me cold um it's very interesting that we're talking about this i don't know if it's different i yeah i think embarrassment is very different than shame we should look anyways. up the,
1: we should look up the words embarrassment and shame
0: what you think we should look another thing up
1: <laughs> i'm all about looking up words um I mean if you'd like to I own many dictionaries. Yes. If you want to we can. I'm just interested what yeah. is the difference between shame and embarrassment?
0: Well for me shame is is a secretive hidden dark thing. Embarrassment is something I'm happy to sit around and talk about with friends. Yeah, I guess um, that's and the laugh difference. about. And one thing that Ryan was really really big on was was embarrassment inoculation basically. He was on a absolute rampage to completely inoculate himself to embarrassment and he had done it and it made him such a better person. He had no shame. <laughs> like well, he had shame, he didn't have embarrassment. And it was really inspiring to see. Because it just made him so like out there and wacky and he'll just say anything. Yeah, it takes a lot you know and to get embarrassed. It takes a lot for me to get embarrassed as well. Shame, yeah, it oh, shame take so much. Is, shame is oh, yeah. rampant. Yeah, but shame. Come here and sit on my lap, baby. Yeah, yeah so like, I don't I don't get embarrassed. I don't really get embarrassed either. I lo- I think embarrassment is great. because I so enjoy great. embarrassment. Exactly. For me it's in a moment where I get to have a good laugh as well, yeah. even if it's at my own expense. Yeah. I think one of the big things this week, other than my widow shame, which is suffocating me. I will continue to work on and uh, will not allow to overtake me, just so everyone knows I'm not in a puddle of shame. You know, we've talked about our careers a lot and we kind of dived into that again a couple weeks ago. And I decided on my way back from LA last week to listen to all of my old music because I carry so much shame about this music. And there is a young girl somewhere in America right now who is contacted me online and she said to me, I want to knit you a blanket. Oh God, here we go, here I go. <laughs> she said, I want to knit you a blanket um, because I want you to be comfortable. I said, that's really, you don't have to do that, that's really sweet is really not necessary. And she said, no, I really want to. She said, your music helped me through an unbelievably hard time in my life. And I really want to do this for you. I just want you to feel comforted like I did, listening to your music. People have said things like that to me so many times. Me too. But it's never gone in until now. And it's because we had that chat about joy. Mm. It's because I had to confront the shame and I realised how much shame I have attached to the music that I put out. And then I realised it's not about the music. I'm not ashamed of the music, I loved that music. I, there is one song that I can't stand that went out that was the song that changed everything and that song I reject and I don't, I just don't want it near me and on um, me and ugh. The rest of that EP label that I put out when I was on that label and signed to those people, I'm really proud of that. I'm really, really proud of it. And I listened to it for the first time in uh, since I made it five or six years ago. And I listened to it in the car and it made me feel so happy. And I just felt proud of myself. I felt really proud of myself that I made that record and that I stuck to my... I stuck to it, even though my A&R guy left, even though it was just during that time when everything was going from iTunes to Spotify. I had everything stacked against me at that time, and I persevered. I was surrounded by people telling me, look like this, sound like this, sing this, do this, say, be this, be this, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, and I didn't crumble. I kept going, and that alone, even if the music was shit... I'm proud of myself, of young Annabelle. I had no tools, no awareness, no, I was not evolved at that time in any way. I was surviving on pure instinct alone. I survived that whole debacle and I'm proud of that. And I listened to those songs and I thought, these songs slap, this is good music. And I'm proud of this and my lyrics were great and the sounds I was using were innovative. And I was doing something that is now mainstream. And I'm proud of that. And I'm not gonna keep carrying around the shame about this EP that I loved. Just because I was being pulled in every fucking which direction by these garbage people, that is what I'm ashamed of. And that's what I had to address in this last week. I am ashamed of them. I am ashamed that I, allowed myself to get wrapped up with them and that my name was associated with them. I was a dove in a pigeon coop. That's on them, that's their shame to carry. There you go guys, take it, that's yours, not mine. My record was great, my songs were great, my voice was great, my lyrics were beautiful and I said what I wanted to say. So that's all I have to say about that. (laughs)
1: mic drop I can definitely relate to that I think back on my past music and I carry so much shame about how I feel I let people down which I've discussed Mm -hmm. in previous episodes but thinking about it with what you just said I too feel ashamed of them yeah because when I got signed I sat at that piano and mm-hmm. I played a song that I had written
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they signed me on the spot. Mm-hmm. And what they turned it into mm-hmm. was an abomination.
0: Yeah, shame. With on them. rappers on it. They had rappers. Rappers. On my song. Just not, it's complete, it's just not you. Forget the rappers, whatever, you know, rap. It's just, it would be like, I don't know, putting like a trap beat on Beethoven, which actually kind of sounds cool. Something way <laughs> shitter than that. Like just. It's not you. And it's this not is... listening. It's not it's not no. it's not listening to what's in front of you. And
1: and it's time for me to let go of yes. the shame I've carried around for not being strong enough to put my foot down. No. You were a kid. I didn't have the tools either. Ooh. I was overwhelmed. I did the best I could. It's just time to put the shame down.
0: Yeah, and especially I think for us with that experience, that isn't our shame. We came into those situations with purity and artistry, and it got-
1: And hope and excitement.
0: Debased, you know, and it, it it's, that's on them. That is their path in this life, these people. I'm so glad I had that moment. I'm so glad we had that conversation. I'm so glad that we're doing this because it's just unlocking this stuff for mm-hmm. me. And that is their shame to carry. Absolutely.
1: And I have a song on my new album that I'm about to go into the studio to record. And it's called Weight of the World. The chorus says, I- I've tried to hold the weight of the world all my life, terrified, afraid to put it down. Carrying the weight of the world has got me begging down on my knees. Yeah. Set it down. Yeah. I am setting this down. I don't I don't want it anymore. It's like holding a bag in my hands, everyone, and this is very heavy. There's computer wires in here. We hold these heavy things. We forget it's not yours.
0: Yeah. Set it down. Yeah, and look, it's absolutely fine on the floor. It can stay there. It doesn't need you. You don't need that. The world's not going to come crashing down if you decide to walk away from something that you don't need anymore in your life and that doesn't serve you. You know, before we started recording, Lucy and I were having a conversation about boundaries. This is all interlinked with the shame thing. I've been trying to really be a lifeline for some people. I'm drawing boundaries now and, and I just need to put some stuff down. I need to not respond if i don't want to i need to just put it down yeah and, and and take care of myself over here and focus on on what i need to focus on exactly. right now. exactly yeah
1: 2020 was that year for me i was carrying a lot of dead weight yeah and i put it the fuck down Yes, bitch. I put, it was in people. Put that weight down. It was in people, not bad people, but just people that I didn't need to hang on to anymore. Yeah. Situations I didn't need to hang on to anymore. It took me a couple years to build up the courage to set these things down. And I did it. And my life exploded. Yeah, your life is
0: so different.
1: My life looks completely different than it did a year ago. It's as if somebody took the lid Mm. off of a dollhouse and picked me up out of the house and put me in another house. Mm. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. I always think of that visual for some reason. Everything around me changed, but it came from me finally having the courage to set the dead weight down yeah and walk away
0: and say bye girl goodbye girl (laughs) well we really are a couple of self-help gurus out here look at my mug (laughs) daydreamer I always think that's the monkey song sleepy dreamer this was my daddy's okay is that that song sleepy dreamer that's not a monkey song you dingus (laughs) who sings that this woman doesn't know anything she thought her dad was in the Beatles Daydreamer. My dad sings. My dad's song was Daydreamer. No, da- he doesn't. My dad sings. Your dad sings Layla. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Isn't that Eric Clapton or something? No, your dad sings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your dad sings. Californication. Cash- no! <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why have you got your head like this? Your dad sings. Like a bridge. No, that's Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Delete the podcast. This is over. Oh, My dad know, sings. Adrian Believer. Daydream believer. That's what I. That's what I said. I, no, you
1: said. Cheer day, up, sleepy Jean. You said sleepy dreamer. Okay, but I've always thought it was sleepy dreamer.
0: Cause who well, the fuck is like, sleepy Jean? That's a cute name, actually. Who's sleepy? sleepy Jean? Should we make a song called Sleepy Dreamer together? Cheer up, sleepy dreamer. Those two oh, what can it mean? <laughs> Who's Sleepy Jean? Sleepy Jean.
1: Listen, I always get in my life, oh, what's Hotel California? Is that a real
0: place? And you probably always get, Who's Sleepy Jean? Literally, you're the only person (laughs) that's ever, ever, ever said that to me. Well, who is she? People say to me, You're a monkey's daughter. (laughs) You don't have an answer
1: for that. I can tell because I've asked you four times now and your face is blank.
0: Oh, no, I don't know anything about those songs. Nothing. I literally don't know anything. I know Carol King wrote one. I know Neil Diamond wrote one. And I know that the monkey sang them and that my dad was a legend and icon. <laughs> and the king of my heart. Wow. What's your dad the king of? What's your dad ever done? <laughs> my dad's the king of... not sure we should answer uh-huh. this question. <laughs> Your dad is the absolute fucking legend and king of guitar. Your you dad know is such a good guitarist. It actually makes my eyes water. And also that one outfit he was wearing. Down, by the way, which was Calm what, down, you know, Annabelle. why I bought this jumper? I'm wearing a blue jumper from the 70s What's right now, a playboy, playboy jumper. Your dad wore a blue jumper just like this with a red headscarf on one performance. And I thought, that fit. He did. That yeah. fit is... The fit of dreams, and it's inspired my outfit today. Wow. It's on my mood board. Love it. Yeah, my dad
1: is the king of funny. Yeah, he my loves jokes. My dad is the funniest person I've ever met in my What's life. What's that
0: thing your dad said that I found to be the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life? It was about jokes. What'd he say? He texted you and he said something about jokes. And it was so sweet. I just love it. I want to give it a kiss. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, my dad and I have this thing where we send each other like trap fake travel names yeah. that you would use to check yeah. into a hotel. Like
0: Melanie Muffet. Just made that one. Like
1: Bill Ding, Bill Ding, Like Mr. Ding, first name Bill. Yeah. We have tons. Yeah. And Can't use that one anymore. Nope. That one's you out. You should let your dad know. I should let him know. I, know I need to let him know that that one's off, off the table. You know, my dad and I don't always speak that often, but we do connect in music and in humor. Yeah. And our thing has been to send each other these travel names. And even if it's just that, that's our way of saying I'm so, a little you, flare
0: into the night sky. A little flare,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, I know what he said. Yeah. He, he said to me, I know we don't always speak that often, but maybe we could just start with sending each other jokes and then we can, like, oh, so and then we can. Yeah, send, go from there. Like, go for, go yeah. from there.
0: So, he liked the jokes, just wanted to send each other some Just wanted to send jokes. You know, when my dad died, we switched his computer on. And about 300 pages of jokes came out the printer. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? Making a fucking collage? He loved jokes. He was so bad at... I mean, people probably think he's good, but as his daughter... Make jokes. Like, Come on. And he was printing out hundreds of pages of jokes. They just came flying That's out. That's hilarious. I know.
1: Yeah, my dad likes to watch like videos of people dropping things and falling and So he like slapstick and, yeah, kind of
0: humor. He yeah. does.
1: That's so sweet. And he loves those glasses with the mustache. Does he? Oh, God. He's Ryan always... and
0: Max used to say I look like one of those. He's all.
1: <laughs> yeah, my dad's always had one of those. And he like puts it on. Oh, it's always in the <gasps> house. Like we have really expensive shit in the house, like the statue, you know, like yeah. some marble statue, and he'll put the the eyeglasses on, on it.
0: So my dad has My dad's a very similar
1: that. to Pink Panther. That's who I would say my dad is That's like. That's so
0: sweet. My dad would blow up doll. And we just find um, that it. That sounds really. It is weird. Can you? My, d- you know, that's fine. Clarify? Or? Yeah, it was just like a sex doll, but it was like just. What so he- thought you meant, okay. Yeah, he thought it was funny. So you'd like find it like in places in the house when my mom was annoyed at him and made him sleep in the other room. She would find him cuddled up with the with Jezebel the dolly. Did he name you Annabelle after her? And my sister's name is Jessica, so that's there you quite go. Disturbing. <laughs> But like with the glasses being around the house, Jezebel was frequently in the window waving. Wow! On the
1: yeah, I moved into an apartment a while ago, and and my dad came over, and his housewarming gift was lawn flamingos. Aww! But I didn't have a lawn. Was that a part of the joke? <laughs> so that's his sense of humor. His. Keyboard player, my friend Jason moved into an apartment. Yeah, guess what he bought him as a as a housewarming present. What? A John
0: Deere tractor. Oh my god! What a legend! That is some great banter. That is nowhere to park it. That is five out of five chilies on the spice. This is ridiculous. Bomter. Anyway, he really instilled in me that. Just stupid. It's why humor. you're not. Im- it's probably why you're inoculated to embarrassment. Same yeah. with me. It's all. I part, invite embarrassment because yeah. it's a good story, and I'm laughing yeah. just as much as anyone else. Except that woman at the chateau
1: pushed it a little too far. But
0: <laughs> if you're gonna be telling jokes and goofing around, you've got to be ready for there to be silence. You know, and mm-hmm. that's a great mm-hmm. embarrassment killer. Yeah, it's like okay, well, I'm gonna risk it.
1: Yeah, I really have always appreciated that about my dad and really valued that in our relationship. It's taught me to always laugh, Mm. never take life too seriously. Life is not – okay, listen, I know we're getting into heavy territory because for me to sit here and say life is not meant to be a heavy thing, when we've been through the loss of our dear friends – and your husband is not...
0: No, I understand. You don't have to... I understand what you're saying. I do. I hear you. And I'm not... And there's no... I it's got, not like
1: I've never been through a death. I no, have too. No. it's. But to still get those glimpses of the universe sometimes where you go, oh, the universe is actually friendly. Yeah. And we are supposed to live in joy.
0: Yeah. It wants to support you. It so, does want to support you. The world wants to support you. It's such a... It, that changed my life. That mindset and that lesson. The world wants to love and support you. You just have to open yourself up to it. Yeah. And it's not to say it's not going to be people who turn away from you. There will be. Oh. But there will be less people will turn away from you. More people will hold you. Because that's what people want. They want to be held. And if you give them a chance to give it to somebody else, yeah. I think most people take it.
1: Yeah. Everyone wants to be held, don't they?
0: Mm-hmm. Should we have a cuddle at Can the I end of you? this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everyone does
1: want to be held. And speaking of everyone.
0: Okay, so <laughs> segue. So next episode, we are going to do a Q&A. Ask us anything. So if you haven't already sent your questions in, send them in, baby. Don't miss your chance to ask us anything. We're talking advice. We'll try you, if there's something you just want to know. Yeah, if people probably
1: have nosy questions about our
0: lives. Yeah ask us anything
1: so we'll put just please don't ask me what Hotel California is about because I don't know
0: I've googled it I'll talk to you about it afterwards oh my god
1: and who please don't well please do ask who's Sleepy Jean yeah somebody please tell us who Sleepy Jean is and... Yeah, we wanted to do next week's episode for questions from our listener. Because... do say
0: listener. Because... <laughs> you sound like me, for God's sake. To our listeners, if you guys have any questions for us... Because this week we got such an outpouring of
1: messages about various episodes it wasn't just about the joy episode people wrote me about episodes from before max and ryan died they wrote me about our latest episode on joy really like gushing heartfelt emotional things people were saying to me and we just feel that it's time to invite everybody to be part of an interactive show yeah and we want to hear from you. We want to know your questions. We'll we'll answer anything. And we're also going to share some of our listeners' thoughts and comments that we've received. It's great to have a sense of community. And all of you are... Creating that, and we really appreciate it. And we hope that you feel that this is a place for you to come every week and connect with people, and figure some shit out within yourself, and introspect, and laugh, and cry, and whatever else.
0: Also, say anything. Do you need? advice about love do you need advice about diet from a seasoned eating disorder professional (laughs) do you do do you want to talk about grief do you want to talk about music career do you want to talk about whatever it is baby you let us know we want to answer your questions so send them in we'll put the email address in the show notes and that is all from us get it girl just get it girl get it see you next week Bye. Love you. Love you.